When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got a beautiful show. We got some beautiful hosts. We got a beautiful game. We got taste. We got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats. And we won't stop talking. We won't give it a rest. And as a matter of fact, it's time to get it off our chests. Hello and welcome to County Cricket Natters. I have with me today Dan Whiting and uh, Sam Dalling. Um, and it's great to have the three of us together at last. I'm going to move across to Dan and uh, he's going to take us through Division One. Yeah, thanks, Annie. Yeah, we've all been uh, missing, not quite in the league of Boris Johnson's mobile phone, perhaps, but we've all been <laughs> missing. So uh, anyway, let's start at the Oval, top of the table, Surrey, and they hosted Nottinghamshire. Surrey lost Rory Burns' second ball, but they managed to get from 130 for seven, where they're in a little, little bit of trouble, to 355, and that was thanks to 100 from Jordan Clark. Lyndon James there, he got six for 74. Knott's responded, 399. Will Young, 145. I'm not going to make the jokes. We were making those jokes three years ago. Now every commentator on the BBC thinks it's absolutely hilarious. But it started here on County Cricket Natters, folks. Knott's uh, ended up 399. Surrey then responded with 340. Dominic Sibley crawled to 83. Brett, the hitman Hutton, he's got wickets all season, five for 91. And then the game ran out of time as Knott's got 118 for one. Annie Chave, are Surrey bottling it? Yeah, no, it's quite exciting, isn't it? I mean, because it, it, they were just being win, win, win. And now they they lost to Lancashire. And now this is a draw. It's it's keeping everything, you know, at the top quite exciting, I'd say. Uh, um, I think, um, I don't think they're bottling it. I think uh, there's a little bit, and I think this goes across the board of everyone sort of thinking, oh, Saturday's finals day, Let's and people's players' heads being on that. And I think that is the case, um, certainly with a few teams. And, and I think that's probably true of Surrey too. Um, so, because uh, obviously they have to face um, Somerset. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, um, so I think, yeah, I, I mean, interesting that that um, actually they did they didn't um, beat Knots, but uh, no, I, I think they're not bottling it, but but definitely um, making things interesting. Stan, Will Young, he's been around, he's been at Durham, he's been at North Hants, uh, he's now at Nottinghamshire. Has he been anywhere else? I can't, I, God knows, I, I lose track of these people. <laughs> but he's a quality player, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's just maybe steady is the wrong word for him. He's one of those, almost like an overseas banker, isn't he? Uh, uh, you know what you're getting when you get a New Zealander in. There's a lot over here and actually a lot of, 
a lot haven't started the season but have come over for the last couple of months because they've got the New Zealand White Ball tour coming. So counties have basically rung them and say, look, we only need to pay for your flights one way. We'll bring you over here, um, do a month or two. So yeah, good signing um, for Knots in the end, Will Young. Um, or oh, 145. Yeah, it's a flat deck um, at the Oval, but you still got to score the runs. I just, it's a shame that game petered out a little bit, isn't it? Uh, I think both sides will probably look at it and think, oh, there were moments where we... We could have gone for it. And we were looking, we were on the Somerset live stream today and we were like, oh, six and over. Might they try and chase that, turn it into a 50 over game? You know, they've got a bit of firepower. You could have Clark, Moores, Montgomery all play the T20 stuff. Um, then we saw they'd sent out Slater and Hamid and we thought, okay, right. Well, then they aren't going to have a, a shy at this. And it's tough, isn't it? I, I, I'm not going to criticise it at all, but you just... You don't want to throw away what has been three and a half good days work, just have a bit of a dash and get skittled late on. Um, and as you say, I think it makes a bit of a, a title race now. It's a shame Essex and Surrey don't play each other again, which is one of my mm. bugbears of the county championship. Yeah, yeah six, six and over six and over at the oval. Isn't it out of the question? You know, it races away those uh, across those practice wickets there, doesn't it? And, uh, mm. you know, six and over at the Oval is not out of the question. But there's been a lot of rain around as well, and that just ran out of time. Anyway, this I is I think we one. should give a shout-out to Hutton, though, um, yeah. getting a, a fifer again, fifth of the season. He's up to 41 wickets, um, same as Chris Rushworth, I think. So Yeah. He's a leader wicket taker, isn't he? And, you know, there's, it's all very well saying, uh, I remember we got five for against Somerset up at Trent Bridge and Stephen Mullaney said, well, if there was a wicket that Hutton could roll up and take with him, it would be this one at Trent Bridge. Wickets aren't like that at the Oval. They're not no. like that at all. No. Um, you have to be a proper bowler to get five for down there. Well, let's go to the one that you guys <laughs> are waiting for. Let's go to Taunton, Somerset. 500. A couple of youngsters there, the mainstay of it. James Rue, is that his fifth or sixth hundred of the summer? It's his fifth hundred. And he um, got his sixth all in the same one as well because he got yeah, 221. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Casey Aldridge as well. He's getting runs this season. His his bowling isn't maybe as uh, threatening, perhaps, as, as it was in previous years, but his batting has really improved. Um, so Somerset got exactly 500. Hampshire responded with 330, and that was thanks to the lower order. Remember, we were using the Cookaburra ball in this round as well, and I think that's gone through the top orders of sides, and then there's been a bit of resistance further mm. down. And Felix Organ at number eight, he got 97. Kyle Abbott at number 10, he got 89, and those two put on 170-odd. Saw hands to 330. Tom Abel enforced the follow-on, which he tends to do, and they ended up on 215 for seven. They needed James Vince to get a big one there, and he he didn't. He didn't turn up. So, uh, yeah, his uh, rain came and the game finished in a draw, but Somerset have come out of that with a moral victory. Mm. Guys, were you there? You were covering that game, Sam? Yeah, I was. Uh, we're not talking about moral victories again. We'll be back in the ashes, England, Australia territory. Uh, uh, so many talking points, I guess, there are out of four days cricket. There was a lot of noise about Somerset selection. A lot it of was, yeah, members unhappy saying, oh, they're not prioritising the, 
the Kane Championships. Just for context, Craig Overton, Lewis Gregory rested, Matt Henry rested, Tom Kohler Cadmore rested. I was all for it, to be honest. Uh, these guys, the bowlers in particular, you know, Craig Overton's got tendonitis. He's just in pain the whole time, as is Gregory um, with his back. Henry, you want to keep him fresh. And they got stung. You remember this time last year, they were at Southport. And they watched Keaton Jennings rack up about 300-odd. And the bowlers were just cooked come finals day. Um, so they prioritised winning a tournament. And hey, the youth, James Rue, like, honestly, I've not seen a better young player. And far better judges than me mm. have said that as well. Ricky Clark was there. He was saying the same thing. Situational judgment, right? 80 for five when he wondered no it was, it was 40 for four when he came out 80 That's for right. five um uh, big partnership with Oldridge, uh who's only 22 he's going to be a super cricket uh sure Bashir 19 year old spinner bowled beautifully uh Alfie Ogborn on debut 19 year old so it was all the kids doing the business um and Rue as you say it's his conversion rate he's got 150 500s or 150 400s and a double hundred and he just makes it look easy. He hit Mohamed Abbas for back-to-back sixes. Uh, this is a bowling attack. You've got Barker, Abbott, Abbas, and mm. Liam Dawson turning it. Like it's, It was not like easy runs against a side who were depleted. This was a proper full-strength mm. Hampshire attack. Yeah, and he can do Hang on, both hang, on hang on, hang on. Mm. You said Liam Dawson turned it. <laughs> he did. I tell you what, he did. Liam Dawson this morning said, someone had a left arm, all right? Only the fifth left arm seen that. Somerset have had, and that includes Tom Lambie since 2000. Um, so a dirt for them. They created these footmarks, and Dawson was down this morning when Harry and I were doing our video. We were looking at these big patches of rough, and he was like, God, that's perfect. And you could see with Shred Bashir when it was Gubbins and Dawson at the end, and Gubbins wasn't taking a single. He was protecting Dawson because they didn't want the right arm off spinner to bowl at the right-handed Dawson. It was a very odd, odd conclusion to the game, but hats off to those two because they dug in. It wasn't pretty to watch. It was dead dull to watch, to be honest, but they were brilliant. Yeah. Annie, there seems to be a load of young wicketkeeper batsmen all coming through at once. I mean, you've got Ollie Robinson at Durham, who's having a wonderful season. Finley Bean at Yorkshire. We're going to cover him at some point in the show. Uh, Jamie Smith at Surrey. James Rue. I I mean, James Rue, is he a a sort of a a batsman who can don the gloves or is he a genuine wicketkeeper? What's his keeping like? Well, I think he's really athletic. Um, He's still really, really young. I mean, he is only 19. Um, I think, I mean, he he throws himself around really, really well. And I don't think there's any problem with his keeping. I I mean, I'm no great expert, but um, I think uh, genuinely not a bad keeper. But I, I would say he was a, a batsman who who dons the gloves. It's not Sam probably might might disagree with me. I I think he's a genuine batsman though, and he's a really, really classy batsman who can who can do the the Stokes role of of playing, occupying the crease, playing all the right shots and doing the acceleration as well. Uh, do you disagree with me, Sam? What what do you I, think to his keeping? I think he's a bloody good keeper, and I think it's it, because his batting's been so good, people just haven't really noticed it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with you. He might have a decision to make because mm. he is better than a number six batter. Um, so what does he want to do with yep. his career? If he wants to bat in the top four, which he could comfortably do, then it's a decision as do you keep doing them both? Because like he's out there for all bar 
what was it 20 overs odd when he went into the middle so it's a long time out there that's hard work that's grueling um but he's a he's a he's a good keeper very good keeper sam in a nutshell hampshire they've got a different side for t20 more or less than they've got for the county championship or diff- definitely a different bowling attack um they will be disappointed with that won't they yeah i think they'd have looked at that somerset team and thought, here we go. This is a chance to put ourselves back in the title race. Um, because, but you, like Barker, Abbott, and Abbas just don't play T20, so they're mm-hmm. fresh. There's, there's none of the do we have to rest because they do have a completely different attack. But Vince does, but, and Vince was the captain, and I think his head wasn't there. He didn't have a great game. He no. so he as well as not getting runs, he dropped Aldridge on eight, and he got mm-hmm. eighty eight. And he dropped Rue on 112 and he got 220. So, you know, Vince had a 215 run deficit to make up himself. Um, Yeah, maybe you're right, Annie. You you could be right um, because he wasn't his usual, you know, if James Vince gets runs, they're always beautiful to watch. He just looked a bit out of touch. Well, mate, maybe he's gone missing like Boris Johnson's mobile phone as well. So Mm -hmm. uh, there you go. Maybe. Anyway, let's go from talking about as we say in Cockney rhyming slang, a merchant banker to merchant tailors <laughs> where North Hanson Middlesex uh, had a relegation battle and what a game of cricket it finished up. Yeah. Northamptonshire, 219. Middlesex responded with 277. Merchant tailors can do a little bit in the first innings and then tends to get easier, as we saw in this game. Uh, Ryan Higgins got 64 out of that middle six is 277. Northamptonshire then responded in their second innings with 380. Sam Whiteman, 114. And Middlesex nearly, nearly got there. Uh, they Sam Robson, he got 126 not out. John Simpson, 75 on his birthday as well. Ben oh. Sanderson bowled beautifully for Northamptonshire. He still got it, but are both these sides looking at you know looking at Division Two cricket? Yeah, it's year. not helping them, is it? I, I mean, a draw doesn't help them either. Either team, uh, so they needed like twenty-seven off eighteen balls, Middlesex, and 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 then needed three off the last ball, but got two. So it's a really exciting way to finish with the scores level, isn't it? I mean, incredible. Super. Yeah. Don't think I've heard that one before, actually. Yeah. It- and weirdly, I think Middlesex get three bonus points for finishing level second inning score. So I think while North Ants get five for the draw, I think yeah, Middlesex, I think Middlesex get eight. Mm. Yeah, I, I was like working that one out and I saw the points. I, I, that's a, a strange one in the new scoring because it's new this year, isn't it? The whole scoring system because last year it was eight for a draw. This year it's five for a draw. So uh, that must be a new thing this season, isn't it? Oh, I've got no. They change it so often. Yeah. You know, you've got a feel for Sam Robson, though, Dan. I mean, you're a Middlesex man. You know him a little bit as well. Yeah. What, 126. Spent 90 overs going, oh, I wasn't sure. I kept glancing at the scorecard and I wasn't sure if they were trying to chase it or save the game. And maybe they didn't know. I mean, in the end, they almost they had a perfect tempo. Yeah, mm. I, th- I think what they did was they, they couldn't lose the game. So they had to make sure. And I think they batted until T. They were only three down at T. And then they had a dart. Sam Robson, I'm really chuffed for him because he actually had to work for it early on. He had to grind it out. He had to, um, you know, he's very watchful and he was playing and missing a lot. And he got through that and then he got a lot more fluent later on and he looked absolutely shattered. And 
knowing Sam, I'm sure he'll be having a Guinness tonight somewhere. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Bit right. of a cameo from T- Toby Rowland Jones as well. Yeah, good to mm. see him. He can bat as well. He's mm. um, he's, he's a, a good man, Toby, as well. So, uh, but yeah, I think these two sides. Uh, I thought Somerset might be in trouble a few weeks ago. I think they got themselves out of it. I think uh, it could be Kent possibly to join them, but we'll see. Sam, Josh DeCares, Dan. Uh, he's a bit <laughs> like Felix Organ. Yeah, <laughs> Hampshire actually up the top nine for Hampshire all batted in a different order, first and second innings, like it was fluent. Organ either bats, opens, or bats eight or nine. I keep seeing Josh DeCares batting eight or nine and bowling spin these days. Yeah. I, he's uh, Moen Alley, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he, he's, he's turning into... He had a very good T20. He'd never bowled in T20 before the game against Gloucestershire, I don't think, at Bristol. And I think second ball, he's got one to really spit and jump past Ben Charlesworth's outside edge. And got him stumped. And like he seems to be bowling regularly now. And he's a mainstay of their side. He's a mainstay of their four-day side as well. So, um, But he can bat. And he's uh, he's coming out of the Hertfordshire League as well. He's from Radlett Cricket Club. He's from St Albans School, which uh, Mark Eilert's done a good job with him there. And brought on the likes of, you know, George Scott as well came through there. So he's got a good pedigree. Anyway, let's go. Blackpool. Stunny <laughs> Blackpool. Essex, 282. Tom Wesley, 135. Paul Walter, 76. There was six for 59 there for Tom Bailey for Lancashire. Lancashire then capitulated to 145 all out. Four wickets for Sam Cook. Essex, 292 for eight. Dan Lawrence, 135. Mm-hmm. He's on his way out the door there. And they set Lancashire 430, and they went for it. Rob Jones got 111, but Essex managed to win. Um, Sam, I want to come to you. There's been a lot of transfers going on and a lot of loans going on. We saw with Somerset, Somerset had, you know, I know you've been sort of quite vocal. Somerset had two players there who've been with three counties this year Mm. in that game. And there seems to be a hell of a lot of movement, like more than ever. Am I am I imagining that, or is it is that the, you know, the way it's going? No, I think numbers tell that uh, to be true. It's it's just going up and up, and it needs looking at. No criticism of the players you were talking about, Don Bess and Jack Brooks. No criticism of them. No criticism of the counties either. But you can't, you cannot be playing for three different counties. Because in theory, right, and I'm only using Don Best because he's the actual example. He could then go and play for someone else next week and another team the week after. Like You see in football, it's two two teams in a season. Uh, There needs to be longer minimum loan periods. Unless they're genuine emergencies, right? If you really haven't got enough players to fill the position, then maybe there's kind of an actual emergency loan system. But it's just going to lead to manipulation. Like What I don't like is this... um, Oh, uh, if if someone's not in the eleven for a particular week, they're going to go and play for a different county for mm. one week because that doesn't help the the youngsters or the lads on the fringes of the county to whom they're going to. So, I just it, it's just teetering on the brink of almost being abused, and I think the it ECB is. It is, and it. I wonder whether it's partly to do with this whole thing about um, when the county championship is at the beginning. You know, at the beginning of the season, like April and May, um, where counties aren't going to be wanting to employ spinners um, so much um, because it's 
you know, because they can't play them in the same way. And I wonder uh, if we're going to find this a little bit more. Annie, I want to ask you, because obviously Dan Lawrence is on his way to Surrey. Uh, we've seen Worcestershire have lost a couple, Josh Tongue and Dylan Pennington. They're on their way to Nottinghamshire. And I believe like, if Tongue has a, a decent England career, I believe that Worcestershire get compensated, don't they, for sort of every test match because they brought him through the system. But Pennington probably Yeah, wouldn't. it's like Somerset still get um, compensated for Butler, yeah. yeah. I think Leicester should do with Stuart Broad still <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> yeah. But are we seeing a situation now where the big counties are harvesting players mm. to the detriment of the smaller counties? Well... I mean, we, we see this with Nottinghamshire, don't we, um, quite frequently. Um, we, we, we're Somerset and the smaller counties are, are having their um, academies and bringing players through and, and, and then they are going to bigger counties. And I do feel for Worcestershire a lot, actually. Um, I think, you know, they've had a really rough season, what with losing Mary and Ali as well. It's been It's been tough for them. Anyway, take nothing away from Essex because no. they are now only 13 points behind Surrey. And Essex like being the underdog, don't they? They like being in this position and creeping mm. up on the shoulder. They're like a ghost, aren't they? they? They come up on the shoulders of these sides and then suddenly win the league. Yeah, and this is wow. without Harmer taking all the wickets as well. So fantastic yeah. for Essex. and. Uh... Lancashire, I feel sorry for they. You know they were trying to get. You know they they nearly got this record-breaking run chase, um, and they just had ten balls to go and 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 failed just at the last ten balls. So, yeah, yeah. Sam, what do you think of oh. Essex's chances? It just looked a brilliant game of cricket. It's just a shame, as I said already, that they don't play Surrey again. Tom Wesley, yeah. um, who is, by the way, going under the radar because him and James Rue were neck and neck going into this game for leading run scorer. Uh, Wesley was one above and, and we forget a little bit about him. But he said at the start of the season, didn't he, words to the effect of, this is as good as an Essex side as I've played in. And given they have won the title previously, that is quite a claim. Uh, and Dan Lawrence, you know, he's effectively handed in his notice, but he is still going out to work and work hard. And it was a beautiful knock on a, mm. it was back end of day three, wasn't it? When he, what did he took? 70, 80 off the last five or six overs just went absolutely berserk. It must've been great fun. Did exactly uh, what watch. was needed to be done, didn't they? So, yeah. Fantastic. Exactly. And they will be buoyant going into finals day on mm. Saturday. I, I think they're great fun as a county. Yeah. Like some of their characters, some of their players. Um, there's something about them, isn't there? They're just so tight as a group. And yeah. I think that is massive in professional sport, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can see them at Essex because if you play on one side of the square at Essex, if you play over, I think, near the pavilion, you or no, it's over there on the other side. It can be sort of 700 plays 600. And I think if you play further over on the square, Harmer can take sort of 13 or 14 wickets in a game. <laughs> so I wonder where they might be playing their last few games on their square. It'll be interesting to see. Anyway, let's finish up at Canterbury and a tail down there where Kent got 171, Grant Stewart 50. There was four there for Oliver Hannon Dalby, he still goes, doesn't he? Mm. He's still what what a trooper he is. Warwickshire, 549 for seven. Rob Yates, he's been a little bit quiet recently, but he's bounced back there with 228 not out. Kent then 
got just 332. Jack Leaning, 64. Finch got 67. There's four more for Oliver Hannon Dolby as well, as Warwickshire came through by an innings and 46 runs. Warwickshire in third place. Um, Kent are in a little bit of trouble, aren't they, guys? Mm. Yeah, uh, I think um, I think both uh, North Ants and Middlesex will be very glad to see Kent lose. Um, they they haven't had a great season, really, you know, and I think some of that's been rain affected. But um, yeah, I think, uh, like I say, uh, that they're they're looking dangerously like going down. Sam, Rob Yates, we, we spoke about him a couple of years ago. He's doing a thesis on gorillas, wasn't he? <laughs> Something like that, I believe. He's doing a degree in zoology. But um, he certainly came out of his cage for that one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he almost had that typical second season syndrome, didn't he, last year, where the runs dried up a little bit. And, and he's been quiet this year. Um, but you cannot cannot argue with a double hundred two two eight nine out wasn't it and it was a proper knock as well he's a a bit like um tapping the other side who didn't get as many ben compton you know happy to occupy the crease happy to be there um what was he doing nine i'm just looking at the minutes almost nine hours out in the middle and when you got someone like that who everyone else can bat around um, and then glenn maxwell coming in for his first red ball appearance for a couple of years i tell you what Great fun to have Maxwell there, but mm. I wonder if he that's just a little nudge. I wonder if he went, yeah, I quite fancy that because Nathan Lyon isn't there. Todd Murphy, does the skipper trust him quite yet or not? Is someone like Glenn Maxwell putting his name into the You think the he's trying to get in the test Royal side? Trafford? I absolutely think he is trying to get in the <laughs> test side, yes. Yeah, Mitchell Swepson's over here as well. He might mm. be a, he might be an answer to one of them. Suddenly, yeah. all these spinners are over here. Yeah, I think <laughs> Kuhneman's still out with a bad back as well. I think he, I think he had a, a like a stress fracture, didn't he? I think he's gone for the season, so yeah, he, he's out of the running. Anyway, let's look at the table: Surrey one three nine, Essex one two six, Warwickshire one one six, Hampshire one one three, Somerset hundred. And, and James Rudin get that 100. <laughs> Lancashire, 90. Knotts, 89. Kent, 74. Middlesex, 63. And North Hants, like their caps, are marooned at the bottom of the table. They're on 47 points. And that rounds up Division 1. And now you're going to do Division 2 because uh, you are amazing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right, let's go on to Division 2. Let's start <laughs> off with top of the table, Durham. And they entertained Gloucestershire, who are having a bit of a miserable time at the moment. Gloucestershire batted first. They got 316. There was a welcome return to form there by Chris Dent. He got 85. Durham then... 
4,453. Alex Lees, 195. He's gone into second place in the top run scorers in Division 2. Four wickets there for Dominic Goodman. Gloucestershire's attack was shorn by injury. There's no David Payne. There was no Tom Price. There was mm. no Ajit Singh Dale there. So they had to. Uh, they brought in Goodman and he, he responded. He took his chance. Gloucestershire then had one of their bad sessions or bad couple of sessions at the office, which they've done much to their detriment this season. Matt Potts doing the damage. I think they were 26 for four at one point. And they were all out for 188, which left Durham... Just over 50 to win, which they did for the loss of one wicket as they won by nine wickets. Durham, I mean, they're almost up, but uh, they're playing a different brand of cricket, I think, Durham. Uh, they're, so, right. they're looking so good this season, yeah. aren't they? And, and, uh, and, and uh, across the board as well, you know, there's not just one player. I think they're, they're looking really, really good as a team. And I think, you know... Gloucestershire have been really unlucky as well with the weather generally. Um, it's not just that, you know, some bad bits of play. They've really lucked out on the weather, haven't they, Dan? I think you can can agree with that. Well, they have, but if you look at Gloucestershire, they in 2021 they had the most wins out of any county, which mm. they won eight out of 14. And that was in the, in the zonal groups, wasn't it, when we had COVID? Yeah. Do you remember we had three groups of six and Gloucestershire won... I think eight out of 14 games since then they've won two in the county championship. And both mm. of those were at the back end of last season when they were virtually relegated. So yes, they haven't had the luck, but it's also just not been quite good enough. Mm. Um, Sam Durham, Ryan Campbell, um, he's come in this season, the coach and I mean, there's a story with him, isn't there? I mean, he almost died last year of a, a heart attack. And he's he's sort of, I believe, under, you know, his health's all right now. But he has done an absolutely amazing job up in the north, hasn't he? They're just playing with freedom, aren't they? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Alex Lees, what did he get? 195, 300s on the spin. Like, uh, is he back in an England conversation at some point? He didn't do that badly. And, and he doesn't score as slowly as perhaps some people think he might. I mean, that 195 came off 229 balls. He's got, i tell you one big thing that, a couple of big things that Campbell's done. Um, there's the keeping with Ollie Robinson, signing him uh, and working with Campbell on his keeping because Campbell used to keep for WA, I think it was. Uh, Robinson looks a proper England prospect, didn't Graham Clark, who we all saw would smash it in T20 and white ball cricket. And he said straight away to him, I want you to play Red Bull cricket. And, and it's almost like the inverted commas new signing, that all-rounder batting at, or the batter <laughs> at six. Um, and they, they even managed to sign Matt Parkinson on loan. They've got his twin brother, Cal, coming next year. So in the interim, they've got Matt Parkinson. And, and it's not always been a place where it's particularly conducive to spin bowling, but they've decided they wanted a spinner all season. You know, they had before they were going to have Murphy, they ended up getting Kuhneman because CA pulled him out. Did they have AJS Patel for a bit? Parkinson's yeah, done did, a yeah. couple of spells. So they've gone down the route of saying, no, we absolutely want a spinner. So they've obviously got their brand, the way they want to play, and they're sticking to it, and they're top of the table. Just goes yeah, to show um... how important a spinner is. Yeah, Graham Clark, he's been a revelation. We spoke about his brother, Jordan Clark, earlier. He got 100, and Graham Clark uh, for Durham 
was uh, absolutely, you know, superb. He got his first hundred, I think, in nine or ten years at Bristol in the reverse fixture. Um, but I think with Durham, with the batters, you know, if, if Lees doesn't do it, Jones does, or Borthwick does, or Robinson does, or they're all scoring runs and they've all been fantastic. Their attack is decent as well. Bryden Cars has come back in as well for them, who... Uh, can be a right handful when the wickets are quick. Yeah, um, Harmison was really impressed with the uh, Ryden cast. Yeah, and um, you know, I think I think they're they're a really really good side, and I think they're playing with, as you say, with freedom, and they're mm. innovative. They're actually setting the pacing games and setting some funky fields. Borthwick's really setting some interesting fields. And uh, they're good to watch as well as being a winning side. Mm. I think they're, I think they're almost up. Anyway, let's go to Cardiff in a game <laughs> ruined by rain. Oh. What rain in Wales? You say? <laughs> Who'd have thought it? <laughs> yeah, Glamorgan four hundred and three for nine. Michael Nisa released by Australia, hundred and seventy six <laughs> night out. Mitchell Swepson he got sixty nine, and then Leicestershire. Responded with sort of more or less the same. Rishi Patel again, yeah. one seven nine. What, a, what a great season he's having! Unbelievable. You look at the the runs in Division Two, and you got Lee's deploy on top. I think he's on nine seven nine. Lee's on nine one six, and then Rishi Patel is just shy of nine hundred runs. Mm. And if you just said a Leicestershire batsman would do that at the start of the season, I'd have like you know certified you off to... I know they've got some great scores in the in the championship haven't they it's, yeah. it's really really good to see yeah but that one ended up a draw it was ruined by rain um yeah the first two days were pretty pretty much nothing was there yeah since we've sort of last met there's been a bit of a an exodus out of Leicestershire mm, yes there certainly with has Paul Nixon's gone mm-hmm. um there's been a number Sam just spoke there about Callum Parkinson. Uh, I think uh, Ackerman's going, isn't he? And uh, is Chris Wright the other one going as well? Yeah. Um, so I don't know what's happened there. And as we probably couldn't mention it even if we knew because I think there's probably legalities there with it. But it's interesting Well, Paul Nixon's in, in America now, isn't he? He's, uh, hosting, he's coaching one of the American sides. Has he? Yeah. 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 I mean, it'd be interesting to see because I think he's done an absolutely fantastic job at Leicestershire. He's had no mm. money to work with. He's probably got the the least or the, the smallest budget in the country. And he's taken them up to, what are they, second in the division? Mm. And I think he's done a wonderful job. So, I mean, it's obviously not for uh, playing reasons why those guys have gone and their best players as well. So it'll be interesting. Glamorgan are, you know, they're a funny old side. They're mm. sitting just behind the pack, Sam. Have they got sort of promotion credentials, do you think? We thought at the start of the season they might. Uh, this would have been a game they'd have been looking at against Leicestershire as, as a chance to to make up a little bit more ground. And they've just been thwarted by the weather. They've got Michael Neeser, who's just scoring hundreds for fun for them uh problem is as we've just mentioned it's now basically durham plus one other isn't it uh so beating leicestershire would have been 
huge for them. They weren't able to do this. I mean, when you're after tea on day four, still chasing down first innings bonus points, then it just shows the game has basically been wiped out. But they, they've got the quality. I mean, that the top five of that top six, Di Lloyd, who's going to move on, I think, isn't he? At the end of the season, Northeast, Carlson, Root, Cook, uh, Harris is getting games. They've got Schwepson in as Lavashane's replacement, who also, I think, scored a, basically a run ball 69 in this game. Uh, but you've got to catch Leicestershire, and I, I think they're a good side. They might not be such a good side. That would be the problem if Leicestershire actually went up yeah, uh, and then suddenly were short of all their better players. That would be a real shame, wouldn't it? But that could conceivably happen. Well, yeah, Mitchell Swepson there. Uh, I mean, he can't get in the Australian side. They've got too many Mitchells in there, haven't they? Oh, They've yeah. Mitchell, 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 Dark, Mitchell. Mitchell. Mitchell They've got more bloody Mitchells than EastEnders. I mean, you know, we, we yeah. can't have that. We can't have that. So, more than uh, um, Somerset have Toms. <laughs> well, that brings me nicely to the game at Sussex at Hove, where Sussex got 402. Their top three were all Toms, like Somerset. <laughs> They've got Tom Clark, Tom Haynes, Tom Alsop. Clark got 96, Haynes 86, Alsop 9. It's more Toms than in the alleyway behind my house. So, uh, <laughs> uh, George Scrimshaw, he's back. What a fine moustache he's got. He got five for 49. <laughs> Derbyshire, they responded with 407. Brooke Guest, 405. Four for Henry Shipley there. Four for Ari Carvalas. Sussex, 384 for nine. James Coles, I rate this guy highly. 180. Five for Alex Thompson as well. Derbyshire then responded. They gave it a good shot, actually. 361 for eight. Leas deploy, 128. They ended up 19 short. Um, Have you guys seen much of James Coles? No. I haven't in the flesh, but I've heard good things about him. Did England send... Graham Swan down to bowl with him and Carson for hours and hours. I know Coles is a left arm spinner, but there's a lot of people saying a lot of good things about him. I love how much he celebrates getting a wicket. He's one of those. He got an LBW wicket in, who did he get? I'm just trying to think. Madsen, I think he got LBW in that Derbyshire second innings. and Just the joy it brings him. And we said, didn't we, when we first started this show, we talking. You used to go through the Royal London Cup lineups and go, "Oh, they're all teenagers. Not heard of them." But in a few years' time, they're going to start to come good. And this is what's mm-hmm. happening down at Sussex, isn't it? You're going to end up with a bunch of twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two-year-olds who've Look all played three or four getting. seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. Sussex would have dreamt of of these scores last season and big, big runs. Yeah, I mean, with Coles, I think he can bat. I think he can bowl. He's got a beautiful left arm action. He gets properly over that front leg. And, you know, that's where where his turn comes from, his action. Not just straight out the fingers, but actually his action, where he gets his body right around it. He can field as well. And I really, really rate him highly. Um, Mm. Ari Carvalas. He's in the wickets. He goes under the radar, that guy, doesn't he? He's He's got a good story. South African, playing for Greece in the ICC. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Plays his club cricket at Wimbledon Cricket Club, who are probably making a few quid right now using their ground as a car park for the uh, <laughs> for the tennis championships. But he goes under the radar, Carvalas. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't know much about him. I remember Finn Hudson-Prentice talking very highly of it 
highly of him. Did he make his debut at Lords last year? I think. Um, time, interesting, yeah. interesting story. I, I wonder who is proing at Wimbledon alongside him. It sounds like they probably use this couple of weeks to uh, fund their overseas for the season. Probably pay quite handsomely Wimbledon Cricket Club. Well, I'm not sure you're allowed to in the Surrey Championship. Oh, you're not. No, I'm not sure you are. It's not like sort of the Northern Leagues, like the Middlesex County League. I don't think you're officially allowed well, to. A lot yes. of the leagues from the southeast, you're not officially allowed to pay. But that's not saying it doesn't happen, of course. But uh, well, know. there are there are other ways rather than cashing an envelope. I'm sure that people are looked after. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Right, let's go on. That ended up in a draw, by the way. So as did the one in Cardiff, as as did the one in Worcester. Mm. where it also got a little bit ruined by rain, but not before Yorkshire got 407. Finley Bean again, 135. Adam Finch got five for 100 there. Worcestershire responded, 242. Ben Code doing the damage. Yorkshire made Worcestershire follow on, and they got 142 for two. Game ran out of time, and... It was a bit of a, a miserable affair, really. Two sides who I think will probably end up now in mid-table obscurity. And who'd have thought that about Yorkshire mm. at the beginning of the season? My brother went to this match, but he was only there for the first day. And unfortunately, it was just nice until lunchtime. And then it was pretty much... And he just watched Yorkshire bat, um, <laughs> basically, because uh, Worcestershire put them in. And I think they kind of probably rude that a little bit. And real shame that the weather made such a difference because I think potentially it could have been a really exciting game. It been really good to, you know, see how Worcester fared against a, a quite a, well, a strengthening Yorkshire side. Yeah. Sam, Finley Bean. <laughs> we, spoke about, we spoke about young wicket keepers. I mean, Mr. Rue has got some competition there, hasn't he? He really has. Yeah, I didn't realise being kept, to be honest. I suppose Tattersall does it for Yorkshire. Um, but he's highly rated and he touted a couple of years ago. Did he make a big triple hundred or something um, for Yorkshire twos uh, when he was yeah, like... Yeah, 400. Was it 400? Yeah, you might, might be, be right. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. That takes yeah. some doing. But you never know, do you, with Wonder Kids? You know, I grew up with plenty of lads around there's always that one or two stars coming through the county age groups and they play west of england or whatever it is and then you never hear of them they never play a pro game so it's it's never certain um and there's a few young lads isn't there at yorkshire like benefiting from what's been a pretty awful situation for them uh, as a club like none of no one's coming out looking well on it but they are coming out the other side on the playing side um you know, with Otis Gibson and Darren Goff, and there's a couple of young lads being given opportunities that they might not otherwise have got so quickly. And and Bean's opening up alongside Adam Live, who's played Test cricket. He's got loads of experience, and and he's starting to look like a a decent player. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Worcestershire's openers as well. Um, speaking of opening batters, because it was Gibbon and Finch, wasn't it? They were batting ten and eleven in the first innings. Um, did all right. <laughs> Gibbon forty one not out. Finch made. 24 so when they were asked to follow on they just sent those two out again <laughs> <great>. um, <laughs> as, excellent i've got all the time in the world for that congratulations well done worcestershire well maybe rob yates can do his next thesis on gibbon so uh, there you go <laughs> um yeah i mean i i think yorkshire i think i've got to concur yorkshire will be disappointed but i think they're in transition at the moment they've got some good youngsters coming through it's not just been george hill looks a good player 
I think he's another one off the Sedpa production line, like Harry Brooks. So, I mean, he looks a good player. But that just leaves me to give you the table. And mm. Durham are so far clear that the rest can't even see them at the moment. They've got 155 <laughs> points. Leicestershire, then, are on 108. Sussex, 106. Glamorgan, 95. Worcestershire, 92. Yorkshire, 80. Gloucestershire, 65. Derbyshire, 63. Mm. So it's getting tight down the bottom, and it's getting tight for second place. Glamorgan have got to go to Gloucestershire. Cheltenham College. We've got the Cheltenham Festival coming up, Mm -hmm. which is one of the finest festivals. And I'm going to be there for that game. Yep, I'll be there for that game. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we we might just have a just a cheeky lemonade. A cheeky after, lemonade, I think. After yeah, play one day, idea. mightn't we? Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. That wraps up Division Two. Well, thank you, Dan. Um, thank you for running through both divisions, and thank you to Sam as well. And uh, we'll we'll be back to bring you the next round, which is yep. next week. So yeah, we've got a few coming up. Uh, uh, you know, so. Um, Hey, uh, we'll be back uh, to bring you those, and uh, I hope you can join us. We got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats. And we won't stop talking. We won't give it a rest. And as a matter of fact, it's time to get it off our chests. Cricket, 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 cricket. Podcast Network.